1: Stream the new Hulu Original Limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans.
0: Welcome and thanks for listening. It's lovely to have you. I've had a batshit crazy week. I did my first ever live show last weekend in Manchester as part of their first ever podcast festival and it was off the charts. I couldn't have asked for a funner or lovelier time in even my wildest dreams. So... Details are going to come very soon of more events like that. It was a test one, and now I'm well keen to put on more. In the meantime, I just wanted to ask you to tell other people about hoovering, if that's cool with you, people you meet, your mum and that, cool, cool. And the internet, you can tell them. And if you've even got some spare money that you can swap for sweet, sweet things like guest recipes and extra content and chances to murder me, then please go to patreon.com dot com forward slash the hoovering pod last quick plug uh but i've got some new material stand-up shows going on in london in november and december if you're near there uh incredible lover acts on it's only three quid in advance go to we got and search for honers club that's h-o-n-e-r-s this week's guest is an absolute belter my friend and i think one of the cleverest and most inspiring hope-showering comedians and writers and activists there is. It's the mighty Josie Long. We meet her partner and her tiny baby as well. Bonus. In fact they're right there for a tiny bit at the very start of this conversation. It's actually her fella Johnny I'm talking to right at the top. Josie has got such a buoyant, brilliant, open-hearted and funny take on all things from diet culture to buffets. Let's just get on with it I think.
2: In southern Italy, the small talk is food-based and uh, meal-based rather than That's
0: perhaps amazing. weather. So instead of at the bus stop saying, Isn't it's it raining, cacking down, yeah, yeah. you'd say, what I've just s- had a really delicious mushroom. And what did you have for dinner last night? Oh. Oh. That's so much better. Yeah. But also, I mean, that's, that's so one punishing. of those things where my, I'm not very logical. My first instinct is oh. I need to go to southern Italy now. And then you think, no, we could just start doing that here. It'd be easy <laughs> to do. You don't need to emigrate. <laughs> what did you have for dinner last night? Oh, um, last night, the most depressing dinner I've had in weeks because I was uh. at a gig and I was running late in traffic. So I had a Sainsbury's meal deal. I'm oh, so sorry. Mm. Really what heartbreaking. You, you go,
3: that is a whole meal yeah. that I've spent on that. Yeah. And I have a finite number of meals But also I life. think I need to change my attitude
0: to that a little bit because I'm so like... I mean, it was, it was cheap and it filled me up and it wasn't disgusting. Yeah. It's just, I just get so excited about food. Me too. Yeah. Even if I'd just too. bought a Tupperware, you know, I'd have been so much happier. That <laughs> I, I, was... I remember
2: the most depressing thing I've ever seen was a couple in a car at a petrol station parked in the... Um, and I was about 17 with a friend of mine. We look at this couple in their 50s and they're sat next to each other eating tuna sandwiches at seven o'clock at night. Yeah, <clears throat> where 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 are they not going? Yeah, such a better way to live than that.
0: Even the fact I that they one decide one to, to the other, stay. I understand. I have to eat on the move a lot, but the fact that they've been dweeb enough to say we shan't drive off because you need both hands for the road. Because I mean, a tuna sandwich is pretty easy to eat while you're driving, isn't oh, it? It's uh, portable pretty handsome <coughs> I mean that's almost a point that's terrible
3: can I say while you're doing this chat I am feeding my child
0: yeah she's eating on brand grocery. very on brand for the podcast
3: oh pop it but I think she's more tired than hungry because she's mm. doing that thing where she's like I'll have a bit in the and then I'll break away and look I'll around <laughs> yeah, yeah what are you all saying she's at a stage where um, halfway through the feed <laughs> she sort of breaks away to give you a smile he's
0: like, hello,
3: Mother. Yes, I'm having my meal. Good day. Yes. Yes. She's like, don't talk like that. Yes, Yes. she's get that little panic thing. And when they get on it, it? and they
2: first go, like, (laughs) how long did you
0: feed? Him. Um I yeah. I mean I assume you still him. feed him. Yes. Yeah. He's <laughs> yes. nope. been wasting weight for the last <laughs> six months. I fed him for eighteen a month nearly. That's it's very amazing rude. I really liked it. Yeah. And we were just wondering but I'd got I had got him from about five weeks to have we didn't do it every day and then we realised we did have to do it every day it wasn't going to become any easier for Mikey but he, for him to have a bottle. But it was a fuss and I couldn't be in the house, let alone the room.
3: Yeah, I can't give her a bottle. No. she's
0: like, why? Well, they, they kind of say not to bother even trying that if you want to keep knocker-feeding up as, for yeah. however long you want to do it. Have you got aspirations for how long you want to do it? Um... Some days I wish you'd stop
2: straight away <laughs> so that I don't have to rely on you parent yes because we co-parent and we really do and we, we yeah. split it
3: yeah, yeah. I, I think that I want to keep going as long as I can
2: I also support that
3: yeah, yeah. 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 No, I, <laughs> yeah. I want to keep going as long as I can yeah. but it's funny as well because before I had her I sort of forgot about weaning is like food yeah and I was like oh I just assume when people say I breastfed for, for a year. Mm. Th- that's all they had. But of course, at six months they start having food. Yeah. yeah. So then I think once she's had food, it will become a different ballpark and will work it out. Because also
0: I got quite like I, I felt I felt quite politicised about it. Past one, mm. I was surprised by some really good friends actually saying yeah. some really cunty things. Like really well meant, but some people going like oh really like oh who's that for all the comments all the for? yeah like as if you well in a way you're like well it's for our relationship Mm. as well as his nutrition and his calming and all the purposes that it feeds and these moments of quiet and these
3: there's just so oh god i I remember being quite surprised and also late that's a lovely amount of time it's not like seven years or eight years yeah going like
0: Eighteen okay. months are still a baby. Yeah, yeah. and 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 a World Health Organization says two, but yeah. then I guess that's in the context of places where they might not have access to all the food, food we have. I don't
3: know. But it's just up to anyone. It's whatever anyone yeah. fancies. Mm. Yeah. No. It's free. You just so free. Make it up. You don't have to do anything. Like uh, the idea of stopping doing this for free with my body is yeah. like non-capitalist. Yeah. The idea of stopping that and going. Okay, I'll lock myself into buying stuff off of a, like, giant corporation.
2: Yeah. My if you buy the little bottles ready-made, it's like a pound... You could be spending sort of six quid a day.
0: Yeah, that's a quid. Well, and it's a plastic bottle. Mm,
3: yeah, yeah, I mean, so there's so
0: many things with it. So I would have fed him longer, and then it just all just sort of slowed down. He started eating tonnes, and he stopped asking also, for it, and then it anymore. just went away. Yeah. And so when I, by the time I did stop, I didn't... You know now, when, uh, I imagine, you, yeah, you know now when you don't feed for a bit, it's like in the night you wake up and they're like hot rocks, giant. I sure. <laughs> don't know how to describe it other than like, they're so hot, they're so yeah. hard. And, and apparently when you when you wean, when you stop knocker feeding, if you're doing it all the time, then you, you do get a bit of that, a week oh. or two of discomfort. And I didn't have anything. Huh. So I think they must have been empty anyway for a bit. Oh
3: no, By you gradually closed it out. Wow. I, I think well. well like... Um, like, I've got a friend who wanted to breastfeed longer, but the baby at nine months just didn't want it anymore. Yeah. It's like, probably, it's not. Mm.
0: Sometimes they can go, sometimes they can lose interest when they start moving a lot, and sometimes when they start eating a lot. Did you just sniff something? <laughs> you did a really good face.
3: <laughs> yeah! She's just done a fart, but she's done two poos already today, so I'm like, you can't have done a third poo, can you? Good farting, popping. Well, she didn't poo for two days. Yes. Do you want to take her out now and get her to sleep? Hello, Baba! Look at that grin. did you give a big smile? Lovely to see you.
0: And you. Um. And congrats again on this perfect pixie. Bye bye! Bye
3: bye! Bye bye! I love you, I'll see you in a little while. Have a nice nap with daddy. Bye bye, (laughs) Mummy! Did she do that? Yeah, did she smile? It's amazing! We do a lot of, like, pretending to be her. Like, I Hello, like it.
0: Hey baby. <laughs> when she does start talking, she's going to be like, can you stop doing that impression of me? Because it really gets on my tits.
3: Well, also, I worry that it's, like, hampering her development. So I'll go, like, what do you think? Well, I think I like this, <laughs> I think she'll love it. <laughs> all talking to them
0: is meant to be the best. The best, the best. <laughs> oh, so I'll say what we're eating. Mm-hmm. It's a pouch of... Audi mixed red and white quinoa with an Ottolenghi. I've got the new Ottolenghi cookbook from my lovely friend who's done this podcast before, a comedian called Hal Branson. And um, it's called Simple. And for him, it's meant to be much easier recipes than usual with less ingredients and takes less time. And it's just a, That's so good because a green lentil and aubergine stew.
3: Loads of his stuff is like pomegranate molasses, mm. isn't it?
0: Actually yeah and in the book i read the blurb for the first time and he takes a piss out of himself really nicely sort of saying like as long as you've got the basics in and the idea that his basic list is just like milk bread tahini and guitar <laughs>
3: <laughs> fair point really um that's my child crying in the uh, distance i <laughs> might just go and give her a kiss Hang go on, and give her a, a quick on. kiss
0: Oh God, it's so lovely to do one of these with someone with a tiny bubble, you know, because <laughs> there's so many things that you forget so quickly yeah. that it's a joy to be able to ask you now. Like, oh my God. Oh, well, it was amazing to talk about booby feeding at all, Oh, I'm because looking- you forget it, you do forget very quickly the beginnings and the ends and the all the ups and downs with that you're booby feeding on demand or are you trying to do things at set times on demand yeah um, I did that I think it's these
3: really stressful yeah they each their own so she's very small so the health visitor has always been like you need to top her up you need to feed her extra mm. and so for a couple of weeks I was really panicking about it and yeah. all the time I'd be like I'll just try and feed her and she'd mm. be like stop I don't want it and it sort of became a bit of a a stressful thing that didn't need to be so now I just sort of try a lot to feed her and when she wants it I'll give it to her And
0: she seems happy as a button oh
3: she's I a remember when. did you have
0: this I think because you had a smashing birth didn't you yes and that's such a great
3: thing it's so rare and does was... it mean you were out of hospital very quickly hmm. um yeah so, my labour started on the Saturday morning at 6am. Mm. We you went don't have hospital. to go into detail
0: on this, and if you're shy, by the no, them, like,
3: way. No, I don't mind. I'm thrilled to talk about it. Oh, yes, please, them. Um. But like we, we, um, we went into hospital on the Sunday mm. uh, evening. Because of, we bought a chicken. I had this really nice organic free-range chicken mm. and it was going off that day. And we were like, we'd better cook it because otherwise it's a waste of a whole life. We're not <laughs> going to waste it, we've got to cook it. And then we put the oven on, but it was such a hot day that yeah. it made the whole flat uninhabitable and sped up all my contractions <gasps> and i was like walking around the house like lowing like a cow like ah. <laughs> and then i threw up and i've been having capri suns oh no but the capri sun was exactly the same color consistency smell thrown up as it had been <gasps>
1: that's
3: ingested the that's the worst yeah and then so then that made us go and then we were in hospital for kind of 14 hours overnight right and when you i Do get to, to sleep no. Well, I I did have a little half hour nap at the transition phase, which again is wow. like very lucky because you either get the panic or the nap. Mm-hmm. But I think because I've been having contractions for so long, mm. by that phase I was like, "Yeah, asleep, thank you." Mm. Um, but I contracted through it, but I didn't really notice. I was like, oh. <gasps> "But with oh. no drugs." Um, I had gas and air. I had yeah. a shit ton of I, gas I and definitely air. I don't think that really
0: counts as a drug.
3: It was, but it it's, felt like party air. drugs. But it was, Did it? <laughs> yeah. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, I got better at 8, 12am and then... Wow. In water? No, that was the yeah. only bit. We had water for 12 hours overnight. Wow. Yeah. And then I had to get out for the last part. Mm-hmm. Mm. But that's how I was incredibly lucky because that was the only part that didn't go... The that's way amazing. I would like. I love. That's amazing. But we went home um, that afternoon. We wow. Got, yeah. But it was mildly frustrating, barely yeah. frustrating, because we were in the um, maternity unit, mm-hmm. which is like, it's like it, it does make like genuinely makes me thrilled that anyone in my borough, regardless of anything to do with who they are. Mm. Oh, Johnny's back. What's up, bud? I've got something carry on. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But anyone in my borough has the opportunity to go to... It felt like a spa. It was, like, so private and Mm. beautiful and, like
1: quiet wow.
3: and we had like fake candles on and music playing and like was in the water wow yeah but then after they needed the room after a few hours mm. so then they were like oh, we're really sorry we'd normally let you stay the night but you have to leave and go on to the ward and we were like
0: oh no. god!" and then it's just really hot and chaotic mm. and loud and
3: yeah mm. then we went home and food wise my friend now did the kindest thing in the world which mm. was We got home from the hospital and she just left a bag of food, like puddings and custard and stuff like that. Yeah. But also um, homemade ratatouille and homemade curry.
0: Perfect. It's
3: exactly what you need, just little portions
0: of things that you can just microwave.
3: Yes, like nobody tells you that, but like immediately after having a baby, people bringing you round dinners. Oh, it's the best. Dinners
0: is the best. I do really remember... So just quickly on the boob formula thing, I, we had that in hospital where I wasn't given a choice. After I'd had him, um, they would just come over with a syringe, of formula. And what put was it your in. birth like? Why did they do that? Well, my birth was horrible, but that's another story. But I was just really struggling to get him to latch on. I wasn't stressed about it. I was just like, could somebody help? And I went to the clinics that were in there, and I knew that once I got out... It would be all right. It would be fine. And I really, again, was so lucky where I live that anyone has access free in Lewisham and Greenwich and all of South East London, as far as I'm aware, there's like every single weekday there's a free breastfeeding group clinic you can go to. And they're these absolute lovely specialists. And there's people there with um, (coughs) toddlers they're trying to wean, all sorts, but mainly people with newborns. And they said he had a tongue tie and I don't know how severe of one it was, but we went to this clinic and it, sometimes it's taking me two hours to get him to latch on. This is the ones we got home, oh actually. Oh, my God. But they were... But I was so determined. But, yes, in hospital, they would just come over and say, when did he last latch on? And you go, well, it's half an hour ago. How long do you feed for? I knew he was getting plenty mm-hmm. because they they'd go to sleep and they're all sated and they're, like, yep. all... Sort of milky mouth or whatever whatever. yeah but, uh, and, it's so and you sweet. can. F- yeah it's amazing but they but they would come over and if I hadn't said it has 20 minutes every three hours that's what they were waiting to hear then they'd just squirt the formula in and sure as eggs is eggs half an hour later it would puke it all up if he had formula and, but I was only I think I was in for about three days and then once I was out and could get help as and when I needed it which I was so lucky there
3: was loads of free it was fine it's mad as well because it's so you get like two messages. You get yeah. breastfeed, breastfeed. You must yeah. breastfeed. You must breastfeed. We really, really want everyone to breastfeed. And you get, but you should also do formula <laughs> as well, which will sabotage your breastfeeding. Well, it won't sabotage it. That's that's too intense to yeah, say. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. but like, you feel I have like friends with your combination and they love it and it's mm-hmm. great. But it feels yeah to me personally, it feels really, really like an intervention. Yeah, looks unnecessary yeah. and disruptive. Yeah. Oh my god. Like you were saying, dinner's just the best present. You had loads and loads of lovely, lovely
0: kindies bring us cakes and biscuits. Yes. life You had, like, a year's supply of cakes and biscuits. But um, it was the ones that already had kids that were like, no, yes. here actually is an MS meal deal. Yes. Or, like, my, do you know what I mean? Like, some lasagnas
3: for the freezer yes. and you're like... <gasps> ooh, my friend ooh. Tasha, who is, without doubt, like, the best cook that I know, we and she's, she's been cooking since she was really young, and okay. she's just so good and really adventurous in what she does and yeah. oh my gosh she's just amazing and she came round with 10 individually portioned into microwavable cartons of gluten-free lasagna that she made me and i like i just that like, is an was amazing welling friend up. i know i was like oh, i can't oh, believe what? you've done this for me and we had them for oh my god like it was a good few weeks that yeah. they like were our little saving grace and every time i was like my friend has nourished me. She's oh, like nourished me and my baby. It's beautiful. I love it. I so love
0: nice. it. Mm, I'm in my tongue. So you're
3: gluten free? Yes. But have you got complicated health things with eating? Can I eat some more of this? Yes, get some yes. more, get some more. Yeah, although well, it's just really weird. Like, I don't know why. I just started getting very ill. It's not an insulin. Did you say once it was an ins is it an insulin thing? Oh, I've got that as well, insulin oh. resistance. Oh, it's a different thing though. Yeah. But uh, do you know what? There's a thing there is a thing that I wanted to talk about, which is how exciting being pregnant right, so yeah. I am. Um, I'm just taking more discs this. Did it, did this. It? do you want any more?
0: No, nope, it's up. I'm not
3: good. Like when I was a kid I'll sprinkle the other books on for you. Yes, back. I would love it. I yeah. was like um, When I was a kid I got very um like very overweight. Right. right. Uh, for like, I don't know. I mean, I think I had like a difficult upbringing. There's loads of stuff going on. Who even knows? Yeah. But for about, I'm going to say 15 years now, longer than that. Nearly 20 years of my life.
4: Yeah.
3: I would say that I participated heavily in diet culture.
0: Yes. That's <laughs> such a lovely... <laughs> woke way of putting it though isn't it like i've everything. it's like you've got in with the bad crowd
3: yes. isn't it well i felt like a lot of my life was stolen by considering myself to be like mm. wrong and fat and yeah. and considering that like if i ever lost enough weight i would be finished and i'd be okay but it would never it never ever came yeah and also like punishing myself and restricting what i ate and stuff like that and about um God, a long time now. About eight years ago? Yeah. I was in a car crash that nearly died. And afterwards I was like, I'm never going on a diet again. Yes. It was like the start of um, changing my life about eating wow what an amazing thing yeah just putting it all in perspective yeah and also just going i don't want to punish myself anymore i ju- and and i did you do that to yourself with no therapy no i was also going to therapy okay <laughs> <laughs> but, That's so still, good. Uh, but you know what i
0: mean i because it's taken me oh uh, but it, it, it's so fascinating to have like a life a, a slap round the face life event like that to go enjoy yeah. your life do Spend it on these fish. Uh, is, because it's, I don't know, there's an amazing podcast called Food Psych, which is an American anti diet, dietitian, and psychologist. And the statistics in it are, I mean, it's like a really sensible grown up, very serious <laughs> st- documentary style podcast, but I highly recommend it if you are interested in that. The statistics on how many diets work It's well, they just don't. Like, no. di- diets don't work and they lead to almost inevitably will lead to disordered eating and this is all almost inevitably lead to mental health issues. Yeah. But I don't know anyone of our generation or our parents and it feels like it's only getting worse for future generations oh, who haven't at some point, if not for huge portions of their life, been in that cycle.
4: Yeah.
3: And I, I really, really fucked up. In 2009, I just sort of thought Mm -hmm. if I can just lose weight then I'll be employable then I'll be all right yeah because it's bleak and like and I kind of thought if I can just get this out the way everything will be fine and I also have got like allergies and I thought oh I'll be able to eat gluten again I don't know what the fuck I was thinking now I went on this diet which was so expensive and so bad where I basically ate protein sachets and salad and nothing for a whole summer I lost the summer, really ruined the relationship I had at the time. Really? Yeah, because I stopped going out. I was miserable. I was like starving. Only weird thing is, I did have incredible, like, feel very cl- clear mentally. Right. I think it's because I wasn't really having like sugar, caffeine, gluten, or anything. Yeah. So I think like, well, there might also can... be an
0: element of that. Like, when apparently when you're starving, which is what you were, hmm. Your brain goes into a survival mode yes. like when you're fasting when I did for the religious reasons thing. or whatever. Yeah. Uh, that happened too. It's so that you so can hunt something or find it's so you can find something to eat. Oh it's your god. Body, that, that sharpness is your body using its last reserves. Oh god. <laughs> like, please please find this something. Out. Let me go into a comfier, sl-
3: slower mode, please. But it made me very like, it, it was basically an eating disorder that I tried to perpetuate after I'd lost the weight, couldn't keep up with, made me incredibly anxious. It was awful. And I look now, and that, that was why I was like, oh, I want to talk about birth and stuff, because, like, I felt like I got to a good point before I got pregnant whereby I eat what I want when I want and I enjoy it. Yeah. And when I'm hungry, I eat, and when I'm yeah. not, I don't. What an amazing. Im- I mean, is it, it's so simple, but it's no. all you can ever hope for. Yeah. Yeah. And if I sometimes eat more than I need, I sort of go, Oh well I probably wanted some comfort. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. And like a lot of the time for me it meant like I didn't I tried not to eat very much sugar or very much bees because like that makes me feel like shit and yeah. Like, get get really like depressed and stuff. But anyway, but so I was in quite a good place before I got pregnant. Yeah. And when I got pregnant, it was the most thrilling thing in the world for once in my life to be getting visibly bigger and for people to see it's a good thing. Peaceful. And for me to feel I'm big and I don't have to be ashamed of that. And it was fucking great. Like, I'd sit on the tube with my legs really far apart, being like, yeah, are you going to fuck with me? And, like, have, like, men treat me better for getting bigger. It's such a weird thing, because it's like, oh, no, no, in this one allowed capacity, we'll all be nice to you about it. In any other capacity, as a woman, if you're getting bigger, you're not allowed that. It's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> and so it was a really, like, weird but wonderful time. And also, again... Although when I was pregnant there was stuff I didn't want to eat, it was still really great to be like, all oh, better off. You just gotta eat more calories. It's yeah. more important. And like breastfeeding as well. Yeah. I'd look at things and be like, Well, what's the fucking point if there's only a hundred calories? It's got five hundred calories. <laughs> <Yes>! <laughs> anyway, yeah. So. I love it.
0: Oh, there's so many things on that I wanna pick up on. I I just it's just, isn't it the most liberating thing? I had a real, in a swimming pool changing room, a real breakthrough moment when I was pregnant. And I put on, I don't know how much, many, many stones when I was pregnant. Didn't care. And um, and I was changing in a changing room and completely, like, butt naked. And then... Um, and people were all around her. it was a really busy changing room. Kids, I don't know why kids sometimes make me feel self-conscious and changing room. I don't know, you know. Just like, do you remember
3: being a kid and looking <laughs> and at you, women and, and, and being like, look, oh! Yeah, and also be like, look at your...
0: whatever. <laughs> <laughs> also, I mean, talking of like being shamed by a kid, I have to say this because I don't think I've said it on the podcast yet, but um, last week I was away and uh, my son calls his penis his kinkle uh, <laughs> and he said to my partner Mikey... Mummy's got boobies, I've got a kinkle, and you've got a belly. Shame his say, dad um. <laughs>
3: oh that's harsh <laughs> but also it's like he's going okay so uh, so i've got this that's my defining feature yeah. Mum, obviously it's the boobs dad i mean let's see what's here let's see what's going on what's my favorite bit of you oh <laughs> yeah
0: i think it probably did come down to that that's very sweet isn't, isn't it? it anyway i've i digressed from my own long boring story but i, I remember long, thinking boring. oh god i love being Pregnant and naked in this public place, like, and I've never, ever thought. I'd be unless because in my head I was like unless one day I'm very thin yeah, whatever and I thought I'd got I've, my my progress on that front has been so slow it's been virtually imperceptible but it's been there and then this huge progress when I was pregnant because I just felt this body covers was exactly the same thing like finally I could do what I want I can eat what I want. and actually like my body screamed for some things when I was pregnant yeah I'd been virtu- almost vegetarian before and they, I desperately yes. wanted meat
3: I'd like cut all my meat right right then i was really pleased i was like right well, yeah. need to meet about once a week it's that and I do not yeah. even feel like I want it as soon as I was pregnant I was like I'd really really like to eat meat every day at the yes minute. please yes I'm sorry do it. big steak and then oh, yes. my oh my god all the little restrictions things like you can't have a rare steak
0: I had. I went but to France mind. and had one every day because they, they to don't to have do that rule there
3: oh, oh see that's very smart because <laughs> different countries have different rules I mean that's rules. not why I went no no but it's like time zones <laughs> yes you have true. to abide by the yes. rules so if in France they're like well when you're breastfeeding you can have a bottle of wine yes it must be helped me. did that's have guy
0: that week. I had a I had about four really rare steaks oh. and I had a tiny glass of red wine every yeah. day.
3: Oh, it was amazing. I bought this book called Expecting Better. Ooh. It's by this woman who I don't think I would get on with in real life because right. I think she's probably a bit of a Tory. But not, <laughs> not that I don't get on with Tories. I uh, I know several Tories. It's not that. But she's a little bit like, no, no, this is nonsense. Let's do this. And she's like, got a whole chapter of like, if you want to have a glass of wine, don't let anyone tell you you can't have a glass of wine. Second or third trimester, you can have one every day if you'd like. Yeah. And I'm like, yes. Everybody. I am going to take that little bit out of there. And I'm going to enjoy it.
1: Find out how much at airbnb.com slash boast.
3: Eating's so big and there's yeah. so many things to think about with it. Yeah. Like, I I love it so much. It's such a wonderful part of my life. Yeah. It's such a big deal.
0: It can be such a thing of joy. Yes. Yeah, on that note of that, what we were saying about, like, what do you have for dinner last night thing and whether do you, would you rather and this was a question originally posed by a listener but i think it's a brilliant question would you rather only be able to have one thing to eat a day but it was exquisite or you could eat whatever you want all the time but it was very much functional and it pretty much tasted of nothing
3: so this one thing a day or lots full? of very
0: bland things are you always i hungry? don't think you are ever full
3: and do you have the you same thing every day? No,
0: but it just you're allowed one oh. extraordinary-tasting thing or lots of very bland things.
3: I suppose I'd have the extraordinary-tasting thing yeah. because I want a good life. Why live on your knees?
0: I know. I might change my answer to it every week. <laughs>
3: because if you, if you had the bland stuff, yeah. you'd spend your whole life fantasising about something better but never get it. Yeah. Whereas if you had the good stuff, you'd spend your whole life dreaming of thinking about that point in the day but exactly but you would at least during that point in the day yeah you would never feel completely satisfied but at some point you would get some satisfaction
0: yeah it's a cruel question isn't it and also I feel like I would give different answers at different times of the of my life of the day of my period whatever
3: yes I have like
0: three days before my period I cannot get full yes yes like I'm so bodily hungry for days sometimes and then as soon as I get my period I feel normal again wow. and actually I have a couple of days with probably lowest appetite
3: but then that's good
0: yeah that's your body balancing
3: itself out isn't it
0: yeah and I'm fascinated that I've only really just noticed it
3: well also if well, you're, you're five years it. old no, but just spotted
0: sense. why I'm hungry might might be hungry at those days but and... if you
3: were fighting it before mm. it's you don't you didn't it's trying to iron out something that is unironable. Do you know what? It's feeding on demand,
0: huh. isn't it? Yeah. For grown-ups. Yeah. It is trying to treat ourselves like that. Reconnect with that hunger that you
3: trust a baby to have. Yes. And also, like, uh, I I used to get freaked out because I'd be like, oh, she'd had 60 mils of express milk, and now she'd only have 40 mils. And then, like, Johnny was just like, I don't drink the same thing every day or eat the same thing every day. Why do you expect her to? And yeah. it's like, yes, someday she kicks her legs loads.
1: Yeah. Some days she's just looking
3: at a
0: thing. <laughs> yeah. Well some days just looking at the thing might knacker her brains out. That's what it might be a day where her brain doubles doubles in incredibleness when yeah. she's this tiny.
3: It's yeah. so cool. It's astonishing. But it? also
0: perhaps that takes out some of the element of stress with booby feeding that you can't measure it. You can't get obsessed with yes. measurements and
3: numbers and all of that stuff because Which is like it is what it is. Eating disordery stuff. Yeah. Like I so much in my life I was like Focusing on calories, mm. and now I could not give a fuck to the yeah. extent that I'm quite aggressively anti it. Yes, and I feel really guilty because a friend of mine who's never had, she's never kind of been caught by diet culture, and I love her very dearly. Said to me, oh, "I've got this my fitness pound. I think I might try and lose mm-hmm. a tiny bit of weight, and that's totally healthy and normal for her, right? It's totally fine. Sure, that's what she wants to do. There's nothing weird about it, and I was like, no don't do it so she was like nah. could you could you not be like that like no don't <laughs> let them
0: get you I'm on like, your side though I'm on your side because it is like I really wanted to get one of them watches because we like swimming outside yeah and I really wanted to train for a make like a great north swim or something like yes. that yeah, for yeah, fun yeah, yeah. Well, oh, my God, we should get a crew from us and do
3: it next oh summer. Oh, my God, it's We could so do the so dark amazing. 10K. <gasps> Let's do the dark That's like American, 10K. You do? <gasps> That's really long, though. Yeah, maybe the 2K one. Yeah. Let's start races. with the 2K
0: one. <laughs> Let's start on the 2K one. But to, I wanted to train in the sea, because I'm from the seaside in Dorset. Yeah. But I thought, I've got no idea how long it is. How long's the sea? So I wanted a <laughs> watch that would measure that. But then I thought, I don't want to know my steps and my yeah. this, that.
3: Because you start getting obsessed with it, and then you're like... And also, quite often, like when I used to go to Weight Watchers or whatever, or even when I was on this crazy diet, I would follow everything to the letter and not get the results that I was promised, Mm. because, I don't know, my body retained some water, or it didn't want to lose that pound or whatever. Yeah, it was using it. Yeah. It 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 was a brain
0: pound. Yeah, It was a boob pound. It was a bum bum pound. Yeah.
3: I'm obsessed with my daughter's bum and talking about her bum bum and also oh. talking about her pooing. I never thought I would be, but I'm always like, where's your poo? Let's have your poo! What colour's your poo? A baby's bottom
0: is one of the most fantastic things <laughs> in the universe.
3: It's so squishy. My son is
0: nearly three and he has got a big, bulbous peach of a... <gasps> he's got like a, booty, like, oh. like a
3: booty.
0: I don't want him to ever lose it. No. Good big body on a baby it's one of the best things in the universe (sighs) what's the most people you've ever had to cook for
3: oh wow um i don't know Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i think i've had about 10 people around my house that's
0: loads
3: maybe i used to do a thing which was really lovely at the time when i used to live with a boyfriend about uh, 10 years ago and we used to have parties where everyone would bring a tray of canapes Ooh, and we would like cook loads of food for them and it was great and this, uh, I have a very strong opinion that if you're having a party food is very very important right. sometimes people just either will just get people to bring drinks and not even think of food like you have to cater a party yes you have to do canapes or a meal or yeah. snacks and yeah. I don't mean just like one bag of crisps like it's not a party unless there is significant beautiful food I'm with you on that. Thank you. <laughs> and lots of it. Like imagine yes. a party
0: that runs out of food.
3: Oh God! I you want to keep bringing things out every oh. couple. Of, oh, you've given me a, a wedding back.
0: bad or no food is the worst thing in the world. Oh God, so bad. But the problem was I shouldn't have gone. It was a really old friend that I hadn't seen for so many years. And so I was on like the furthest away table of importance, which is fine. Sure. No ego about that. But it's always a bit weird as well. Well, it was, it was weird like... because also I was sat with. Um, she'd just moved into a new job, so I sat with her brand new workmates that she'd sort of invited out of obligation. So it was just really like one. Of, it was I was much younger, this a long time ago, where I could be bothered to, <laughs> to make new
3: friends, and <laughs>
0: go to things like that. My own. anyway, that's a terrible attitude. But I just definitely wouldn't be asked now. But anyway, I went. I can have we, one
3: new friend a year
0: yeah oh that's a nice actually I quota so. system yeah one in one out one in one out policy on the friend's
3: front <laughs> anyway sorry
0: basically it was um a buffet okay
3: oh but you were lost up nothing <gasps> left that's the saddest thing in the history of the world
0: oh, god it was but the problem was i'd already had quite a lot of drink and was like i'm in trouble I'm intro- oh there's
3: God, nothing to needed, soak up. Yeah, you needed
0: some, some sponge. Oh, no sponge. I'm sorry. That
3: is <gasps> despicable. They know how many people are going to that buffet. <laughs> there should be more. I think
0: some people on the top table have gone and... and,
3: and They've gone back for seconds before, before you even, even got, got my first go. Oh, do you know... Right, there are some things that I will make me cry. That would make me cry. Yeah. Other thing is, because I'm gluten-free or not, not as strict as I should be, but I am. So are you celiac? Is that what it's called? I think I am, but it's not diagnosed. Right, it's No. Right because the only time i've had a test for it i hadn't eaten loads of gluten so it didn't show up but i have all the symptoms so if i eat gluten i get this very painful rash on my uh, elbows and i get like stomach pain and yeah but i still do it every now and again because it's delicious (laughs) and what is the point of being alive (laughs) But, but sometimes if i'm like really hungry and i get to a place or if i'm on a train and the only thing is sandwiches on the train yeah it's enough to make me cry or like if you go to a restaurant they forget just your order <gasps> it's the worst oh, thing in the world I've cried over so that because I'm hungry <sighs> and that a buffet I once went to a wedding where the ceremony was at 11 and they gave you glasses of champagne. I'm not trying to diss that. Thank you very much. Thank it was you. delicious. Yeah. The first food was at half past three. No. There has to be some nibbles. Four hours. There has to be
0: some nibbles. Unacceptable. Nibbles.
3: Oh. I do think a buffet's the most wonderful thing.
0: Oh, a buffet is... you mean, have
3: all yeah. those types of food. That's massive, why I like canopies.
0: Massive tapas. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the best tapas. I think since I've stopped even saying I'm anywhere near vegan and I'm going to be like a very occasionally have meat as a real treat, I've got a friend's wedding coming up in October and um, there's like really amazing vegetarian options and I'm really looking forward to it. But she told me that one of the canapes is this like off the chart sounding. Oh God, what? It's like a tiny Yorkshire pudding with Aww. like a really rare piece of beef inside Aww, yes. and like this fresh horseradish and stuff. And I was like, and it's what you're telling me, Sam, that the cow that beef is made from was roadkill, very old, naturally, <laughs> and then was going to be... And she was like, exactly. I should at least should
3: try just one of those. <laughs> That's like I had to a vegetarian round at Christmas once and we had goose fat potatoes. Mm. She was like, the fat doesn't count today. Because <laughs> it's just the fat. It's, it's just the fat. fat. It's just the fat. Oh, God, goose
0: fat potatoes. Oh, my
3: God. Whoa. I never, uh, yeah. But this is it.
0: Like, I, for me, if I can behave like a vegan would for seven, eight days out of ten, then have the goose fat potatoes. Yes. And that, you know, you don't have to go, oh, I can never have that again, and make the whole thing sad. I do... My few people do, are perfect, I think. Yeah, exactly. But also, I think, as well, if you're trying to be someone who shuns restriction, then there's a bit of interesting brain work to do around choices of restriction that you make regards ethics it's called
3: author there's like a term which is a type of disordered eating where it's all about following very strict rules and sometimes when people say oh i eat really clean it's a euphemism for i'm not really letting myself relax and i have a real weird i can feel it coming Hmm. back with me sometimes where I know it's probably not healthy for me to eat sugar every day because I'm taking <laughs> pills for insulin resistance, but especially since I've had the baby, it's really yeah. difficult. So sometimes I have to go. We're not going to eat sugar for two weeks now, just to stop so that we're not yeah. having it every day. And then my brain goes. Also, oh, what you could do is not have carbohydrate and not do this, not do yeah. that. And you're like, no, be quiet, no, shush, this is don't a, this do that extra decision. shit.
0: I find as well one that's happened with me recently is I've, I will replace disordered eating or desire to restrict with uh, obsessive exercise. Yeah. And I think that happens a lot. Yeah. And 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 I'm trying to just relax. Both are good.
3: Both are brilliant. Yeah, exactly. Exercise is the most fun.
0: But you don't need to do it every day and you don't need to be following a list and planning it and 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 working out what calories you've
3: burnt. Yes. Yes. No,
0: I haven't let myself do that for a while but I will go... Oh my god, this is going to be a good week, so I can get to the gym or swim every single day. And actually, I haven't got room in my life for that. You don't need to be doing that. I'm not trying to be a bodybuilder. Maybe I'd love to do that. I know, but also, (laughs) well, I think that's the other thing is that post, since becoming a parent, you kind of I do feel like that is precious, beautiful time for me, and exactly how I like spending it.
3: Yes, I started going back to yoga. Um, I do. I've been doing it twice a week, on and off. And that feels like the most wonderful luxury. It's incredible. And I I go to the studio and similarly, like... So when I first had the baby, I hadn't really put on any weight. I had these massive boobs. I had this beautiful womanly figure, the like of which I've never really felt I had. I was looking at my body like, I fucking love my body. And it's given birth. I thought I couldn't have been more confident. And then I had like three months of not really sleeping, eating (laughs) very, very, like, calorie-dense food. Yes. And I've put on a lot of weight. And I don't really mind because I feel like eventually it'll even out. Yeah. But it's hard sometimes not to look at yourself and be like, what's wrong with me? Oh, I don't like it. I hate myself. Blah, blah, and at the gym that I go to up the road it's full of these very thin very intense women yeah. who have very expensive exercise so gear and it's like the perils of going to a nice place is yeah. that sometimes the clientele are going to be very competitive yes. in a way that is no fun yeah. and it's funny after it's having a shower in the changing rooms and coming out and feeling very wobbly and big and being twice the size of the people and having like these little bouts of like oh god I feel really self-conscious mm. and then being like fuck you all I've had a baby i just had a baby <laughs> <laughs> I want to get a banner and i've done a beautiful I'll just thing drink to baby. yeah but also that sounds quite full of animosity to be like fuck you and i don't mean that i just mean like you don't need to judge me yeah. it's all right i'm not judging me so you're not judging me yeah.
0: i think the other thing that's so easy to forget is that actually and i'm sure there are a couple of crooked apples out there that will look and judge but it's so rare like i don't look at people and think uh so why are we assuming that other people are
3: doing that? No. It's I bonkers. I know, it's awful. And also, that even just having said that, I'm like, oh, God, that sounds like I have real animosity towards people around me at the gym. And I don't, I just meant, you like... Know. I know exactly
0: what you mean. I, felt quite, like, I feel
3: quite liberated being quite clearly not as, like, in shape conventionally. I feel really, like... And also doing yoga is the most wonderful feeling.
0: Oh, like, God, mm. it gives you a real... Yoga and spinning like a pervert but they're the oh, yeah. two things that I get like a high afterwards I get like a real like almost like I've had a delicious drug say scrum umptious oh, no. and then you can be in my podcast I could talk
3: all the whole of my life about food I think it's just yeah it's food just fascinating sleeping, right sex baths swimming Bath. what else do you mean we i we've covered a little, little me. bit. Have you? <laughs> it would have <laughs> just been the other three.
0: <laughs> What's the weirdest
3: thing you ever ate? Oh, 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 well, I feel very conflicted about it. Yeah. But I ate a caiman crocodile. Oh, yes. Oh, God, yes. On a reality TV show <gasps> that people had killed. The reason I feel weird about it is not because we definitely appreciated that animal's life yeah we definitely it was the most delicious thing I've ever eaten in my life and we were all starving you were literally starving but the central conceit of the programme is wildly decadent right. like I do not I live in a society of plenty and we're all like what if we pretended there was no food for two weeks oh no you know it's 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 so wrong but I would like to say <laughs> the series I did was for charity yeah, 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 yeah. so you can't touch me yeah <laughs> God! But I wrestled with it a lot because I am But I'm also, it's amazing to,
0: it. to watch. It's amazing to watch famous people and how they react yes. to terrible situations. Oh,
3: yes, and how people I mean, react to hunger. It's a
0: well te- Yeah, and, oh, and sleep deprivation yes. in lots of people's cases.
3: Although, I didn't have it. For some reason, no. I slept so well. Okay. These are where I'm such a prick. Like, I sometimes <laughs> think I'm incredibly lucky, and yeah. other times I think I just like telling myself I'm lucky and that makes me smug or whatever. But. Like, I went on this thing, and everyone else was like, oh, God, I woke up every... I can't sleep. And I was like, I slept under the stars for 12 hours, and then I had a coconut. My favourite. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, like, mainly quite happy. But we had this came and... Yeah. Yeah, I did feel guilty and strange and conflicted about it, but... We cooked it on an old bit of car part that had washed up on the shore of this tropical island. Wow. And no, we didn't cook it on a car part, we idiot. We cooked it on our jerry can, right. which is what we had our water yeah. in. And we had like strips of this meat, and like mm. f- it was it was the most beautiful thing and there was so much of it like a little bit of it ended up going to waste and we were absolutely gutted really
0: because even more between all of you were like these tiny little shrunken tums where you've been starving for days oh my god amazing what an amazing answer to the weirdest thing as well that's so cool because we had
3: limpets the week before that which are they take about five hours to shuck and get the and clean yeah and you it takes like all day to collect all these limpets yeah then you shuck each one with a knife you cut off all the gross sandy beardy bit and then you clean them all and then literally for the amount of work you do they're 15 calories each and they taste (gasps) like bad calamari oh so we're all just like great three limpets each
0: heartbreaking
3: (laughs) one of them oh my god The worst thing. I love
0: shellfish and all of that, but I've got no desire to try limpet. It's been, <laughs> it's been given a minging name, isn't it? Worth limpet. It.
3: Yes. Welk. I uh, see. I like some shellfish. Did you? So when I was pregnant, I didn't get any cravings, mm. but I got things that I couldn't bear.
0: I couldn't bear coffee, and I love no, coffee.
3: I, I went off coffee by the third trimester. Ah, that's But I liked it in the second. So at you the just beginning, couldn't the At thought
0: the beginning, of it. Ju- I, I got a very sensitive smell. Did you get that? Oh, yes. And so um, just the smell of maybe co- coffee would make me... And I wasn't sicky, but I would get very nauseous. Yes, at me too. Smells. I've I was only sick once. Yeah, me too. Huh. About 15 weeks. Huh. But I remember getting really spun out by the stink of coffee, and so just going completely off it, and then about six, seven months in sitting to work in a pret before a gig and being knackered smelling the coffee and thinking oh, i fancy one so having just a a filter coffee the ch- like you know weediest coffee that they do in there drank about half of it i was like mm, I'll, get, I'll, I'll take it to the gig but i think i'll leave it i got like a little bit at the end of the road and i got like a massive flush like really sweat big sweat on heart pulping i had to puke into a drain oh my the god pavement so i mean i think my just caffeine theme. my caffeine tolerance had gone right down and it was just a bit much but i was just all that stuff i found so fascinating that yes. i it's probably the first time ever as an adult also i had an austrian nana who would give me coffee as a like a child very oh. young child austrians and portuguese give their two-year-olds milky coffee to get their taste buds maturing
3: But surely the children become enraged. Yes. (laughs) I
0: don't know what. Yes, and then they
3: give them a brandy in the evening, and they can't It's like Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, wild. Um, Wow. Yeah. Wow. What did you go off? Oh, I went off prawns. The thought of a prawn would make me rich. And I love prawns. Mm. And it's only the last month or so that I've been back on prawns. (laughs) But the thought of a prawn... Also, I couldn't bear the thought of eating green vegetables. (gasps) I love vegetables. Basically, I love everything except mushrooms. (laughs) And abundance. And, like, vegetables I'm thrilled by. I'm like, "Mm, delicious. Mm. And for about six months of my pregnancy, I was like a little six-year-old being forced to eat their vegetables. I was like well I know I'm supposed to eat a fucking carrot so I'm going to eat this bit of carrot but oh oh, I hate it and like green veg I was like (laughs) green veg prawns, hated, couldn't bear it I basically only wanted potatoes for nine months I watched this amazing documentary
0: about, it was about all sorts of incredible things that happen to babies while they're in the room but it took like examples from all around the world it's like a three parter and there's this tribe somewhere in Africa I'm sorry for not being able to remember where but um, it was so interesting because there were the average age of death was around late 50s but every year a certain batch of people were living into their 90s so a tiny portion of the population were living into their 90s and they noticed they all had similar birthdays and it turns out that they was it April 17th? because they're so I've looked
3: it! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to no, interrupt
0: no. it turns out that during their pet mother's pregnancy <gasps> The first eight weeks was during the very brief uh, seasonal patch they had in that area where they would have greens to eat. Because they didn't have any way of freezing or storing or using the greens in their cooking and so they just had one part of the year where they ate greens. And if the mum was pregnant during the eight week that just the first eight weeks in the womb, they'd live an extra forty years. Fuck. Fuck indeed. But also, so I'm all of this, like, yeah, listen to your body when you're pregnant and stuff. I've got a friend who craved fags. (laughs) (laughs) We're not always... The baby wants it.
3: The baby wants it. That is a worry, isn't it? Like, yeah, I... (laughs) I felt really guilty about my eating, and my friend Izzy, sitting, is yeah. the best, was very reassuring to me, because she was like, look, if all you eat are Watsits and Tizer, the it's baby be will fine. be alright, yeah. you, you're taking a vitamin every day, so yeah. don't worry too much, yeah. but try. <laughs> Just try and force it in. 40, you'd be so not. you'd be uh. like, oh, right, so you, 40 years, I'm bloody, oh. A whole of life is an experiment like that that you don't get the results till until it's too late.
0: Yeah, it's not fair. It's not fair.
3: Also, and we're I'm so like...
0: lucky to have access to all the things all yes. the time. And yet. And to know that. To know even what we know now. Mm, I'm in my tongue. Someone invents a pill that cures Tories. but randomly they'll only give it out if you and it does have to be you strangely agree to do a 48 hour foxtrot it sounds horrific but you do it you're a hero (laughs) empathy for everyone
3: you've saved humankind from itself my labour was 50 hours so 48 hours is going to be a breeze if I have a tens machine I'll do it
0: heaven (laughs) a tens machine for the fox you can have a tens machine okay so huge physical feat Achieved. Thank you. you have however many hours it takes for you to feel kind of nice again, but you're still in that post-exercise high. You okay. can have a shower, whatever. Whatever your bath, have a bath, have a bath, have a swim, okay. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But you're hungry, and your reward, apart from all the adulation from the universe forever, is the feast of your dreams. Wow. Wow. Um, the things don't need to exist, nor do the people. They don't have to be realistic. Oh they don't have to be alive. I just want to know what you're eating, what you're drinking, who with and where.
3: Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Oh, it's so much. Sorry. Oh, no. Well, so what... There's a restaurant around the corner called My Neighbours the Dumplings. It's amazing. Nice. It's it's a place that... Um, me and Johnny, we've managed to go out for about two hours, about three times since the baby's born and we Lovely. always have been there. Oh. And And um, they just do wonderful little dumplings and dim sum and mm. it's my favourite thing. And they also do some like, I guess it'd be like Asian fusion mm-hmm. dishes as well. So they do like a tuna tartare with like um, uh, avocado and stuff and like this big mm. cracker you can dip it in. So <sighs> what I would want would be the most comprehensive dim sum <sighs> Platter in the world so I'd want stuff like that and I'd want those like chung fun that are like this gooey um oh. Um, is that the turnip cake thing oh no but I'd want that as well yes, yes I fucking love it so oh, much with no, no. oh, shrimps in as well yeah. not vegetarian which no. is my one criticism no. of my no. neighbours the dumplings is their turnip cake is vegetarian oh. it's delicious but they could put so, some in it's to have
0: it. little bits of bacon in as well isn't it? yes
3: so then it would just be but it, I might even have it as trolleys because but, I just love the trolley experience yeah. I love people trying to force it on you yeah when I was a kid, I used <gasps> to go to the noodle bar in Alpington and get this massive plate of like very cheap noodles with like roast duck and roast pork. And mm-hmm. I can't even eat those noodles anymore. Yeah. But I'd have them.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, you can have all the gluten of your dreams. It won't oh affect you. It won't God. touch you because oh, of your oh. heroic status. Yes,
3: because of the fox trot. Yeah. Um, and I would think I'd want. So I had Charlie Simpson with my friend Maeve, and with Ashley being with Johnny <laughs> last year, that was really fun. So I'd want there to be like. Like to to have mates that would be really great, or just like a few really just fun, funny friends with me. Lovely, and like I get um and cocktails, but like very gentle, fruity cocktails. Oh, lovely! Yeah, and they do a tea around the corner that's like milky oolong. It's oh. it's like a green tea. There's mm. no milk in it. It tastes like milk what yes
0: okay amazing i'm gonna put a link to this place in the notes oh please do i wicked. love them
3: so much and they've been so lovely and sweet to us like oh. when we've been out on our like we've got two hours let's go let me like go in and like and the waiter is just very very gentle with us and we're like it's our time off from the baby oh. that's what i would have i think yeah i think it would be like that and and also so when i nearly died in the car crash that night it was very interesting because it was me and my friend Johnny, who are both not skinny, and our friend James Acaster, who is a slim man. Yeah, and it showed me why we were the builds we were, and because the ways we reacted to the trauma. Whether I went to, we were on Barry Island, staying with a friend of ours, um, and I went to the local Chinese takeaway. And I spent forty pounds, which is actually very difficult to do. Yeah, I basically bought two set meals. Yeah, and I bought slabs of chocolate and bottles of wine. Yeah, and me and Johnny were like, "I'm alive! I'm alive! Yeah, let's yeah, feast!" Yeah. And James was like, "I can't cope with this. I can't really eat." And I was like, "Oh, this is how we're behaving. <laughs> this makes so <somewhat> much sense." <laughs> but it was that's what I that was like yeah. my death row meal of like yeah. I've had a reprieve. I'm yeah. gonna have a massive
0: Chinese, massive takeaway. Chinese
3: takeaway. Oh, the best. What a
0: poppet! ridiculously big thanks to the amazing Josie Long she's on Twitter as at Josie Long and her podcasts called Shortcuts are available through uh, the BBC or everywhere else actually I think and there's more of them coming out soon so keep everything peeled for them please tell everyone you can contact in the whole of the internet and your real lives about this smelly podcast it's on all the socials at the hoovering pod I'd love it if you'd rate, review and subscribe follow me too at Jessica Foster. I'd love to see you at my live shows they're all listed on my silly website as well Uh, and if you want to send me a longer message you go to my website too it's com, and it's the my doings page where all the gigs are i love it to bits when you get in touch you can email me through that and yeah i mean please just telling other people about the podcast does the most biggest favors but if you've got even spare pennies as well then check out this uh, amazing website patreon which we're on because i can swap your pennies even just a tiny few a month for some really cool stuff Hoovering is produced by Emma Corsham, and the music is by Mike Greenway. Until next week, happy Hoovering!
1: Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free